What's good, everybody? Happy March. You know, this is the first show in March, so we are now like ending out or going to, into the end of the first quarter. You know what I mean? And um, for everybody that know the different quarters in business or in hip hop is or business period is four quarters in a year, which is three months apiece. And we're now in March, so we're ending the first quarter and going into the second. So um, shout out to everybody that got a lot of things accomplished in the top of the year because everybody was like, oh, new year, new me, or this year's mine, and <laughs> next year I'm going to really do my thing. So if you really was doing shit in these first two months into the third month, then salute to you, you know what I mean? Hand claps to that. Yeah. Make sure you file those taxes. Yeah, see, there you go. That's so, and the voice you hear me talking to, or you heard in the back talking about taxes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's is right there, is now, you know what I mean? And he's very hip and and suave on taxes and just economic stuff, period. I don't want to just say taxes, you know what I mean? He's economically, he's a very good person to know, you know Straight what I'm saying? Cash, homie. Word up. So, and he is now here on Groundhog TV podcast, and that's what it is, man. So, we, we, we just, we're going to talk about economics and money and everything like that, but we also want to get into a lot of the new headlines that was out. And I'm really kind of disgusted about a lot of things and certain issues that's coming up in the game, or not in the game, but in America right now. Like, it's taking my mind off the creative part of things. That you know what I mean? Like my my creativity, I can be very influenced creative wise by furiousness and vengeance. You you feel what I'm saying? Like that's what I mean. Like I I just want to create like videography, music, you know, marketing things like that, doing better things with my children, and you know what I'm saying. But some of the headlines that's going on today is making me look at things like vengeful and disheartening and angry emoji face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. So I want to talk about this. And one of the headlines is, you know, in Mississippi, they, they're saying that they reinstated the Jim Crow laws. Now, for everybody that don't know what the Jim Crow laws is, that was when back in the days, and not too long ago, maybe like 60 years ago, it was supposedly really been finished. But this is when Caucasian people was able to just do whatever to black people, and they were not they were never wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like how Emmett Till supposedly whistled at some lady, and he got killed, and uh, a bunch of different things happened where some what we now today call Karens would say some shit and lie about a black person doing something to them and an angry mob of white people on their horses or their horse and carriages or in their pickup trucks will go and attack the person and kill them and hang them and burn them while hanging them and take pictures next to it and take little burnt pieces of the body and have them as souvenirs and I know for a fact that I'm not allowing that to happen to me or my family. So if they're trying to reinstate laws back like that, like something got to be done about that. 
or that has to be national news because a lot of people is not really talking about it. And that's one of the things that I wanted to make sure that I was live today in studio with like-minded people that can, you know what I mean, really address the situation in a, in a very articulate way. You feel me? Because this shit is ridiculous, and I'm kind of upset and offended by the shit. So I want to talk about it. So I got is is now in here with me, and we got math. You know, actually, we got style by poverty in here producing the show as usual as y'all know and i want to hear like some of the takes on that so yo is like let us know like what's your take on that and how you feel about that well uh it's heavy when you first hear the uh first let me say thanks for having me i'm happy to be here on definitely groundhog tv podcast uh, been hearing about it for a while checking it out i'm happy to be uh, a guest that's a fact you know, you hear Jim Crow automatically. The first thing that come out of our, comes into our mind is it won't be me. All right, I ain't yeah. gonna be the one. You know, getting hung, burnt, whatever. You know, craziness. Yeah. Um, but it we have to keep in mind that it is, you know, media folks who sell information or you know sort of derive their money from clicks and advertising and. And that sort of thing to put up flashy headlines that really grab at us and, and get our attention. So just to hear Jim Crow, we don't want to automatically just go running out in the street ready to, you know. Okay. So fight back against our Caucasian. Should we brother. should we look it up and and and, well, and and don't get it twisted? Like I, I agree with you. Fight like you said, fight mm-hmm. against our Caucasian brother. Like there's a lot of white people out there that I'm really close to that's like family to me and stuff 100%. like that. That's a known fact out here. So no it's doubt. not against or just going against the white people. It's making sure that white people can't do what they did back then. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. That's Certainly. that's just the facts. Certainly. Like I'm you not. Don't be... I don't give a fuck how much we friends. Like hey, that's not just gonna happen, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying. So I'm looking into what it goes on behind the headline, and uh, so a couple. But of... hold on, let me play. Let me play the post first that I posted. Okay. Because a lot of people's been commenting on it, and some of my okay. white friends yeah. and black friends or followers, they were kind of like getting at each other in the comments and stuff. So okay. I want to play what the girl was saying and Go stuff like it. that. Go you know what I'm saying? This to start a motherfucking army. Hold up. To protect your fellow people. Because if y'all don't know how fucking serious this shit is about to get if they pass that motherfucking law. Make law story short. If a white person did something to you, guess what? They getting all fucking free. Period. Point fucking blank. You guys are the only army we have right now. You buzz, you crips, you cert 13s, all y'all lang kings, all y'all motherfuckers. Y'all are the only protection that we have right now. Like I said, we can't depend on the motherfucking government. We cannot depend on the motherfucking cops. And it's sad, like I said, it's sad that I have to log on to the fucking internet and find this shit when this shit should have made national motherfucking news. With that being said, strap the fuck up. That's all I know. It's just strap the fuck up. Protect yourself. Protect your families. All right. All right. <laughs> what you got to say about that? Listen. Is now. Tell me what you feel about that. All right. Before the sister, you know, she is um, 
you can't never put anything past America, right? So, like, I I won't even pretend like the possibility of the wildest things we could ever think of happening or coming back again are impossible or are impossible to come back again, right? So it yeah, happened in this could, country already, not that happened. far ago, son. It could happen. It can happen, right? But right, all of this right now is. I just want to speak to what the actual events occurring in Mississippi are. Okay. And then we all can right. talk about strapping up for the race war that might be coming, all right? All right? So is you going to so play something or are you going to read no, it? No, well, I pulled it out. I want to source it so people understand okay. it's, you know. So you need your other glasses or something? No, nah, I think I can all see right, here. Cool. I got it on 150% <laughs> okay, okay. the maximum. I just, I just want to make sure. <laughs> right. We, we, we live. We live on a lot of spots. I do have my glasses <laughs> if you want to get them, them no, If you want to get them. Like, back, before you though, start you know? reading, I don't want you to be like, ooh. <laughs> now people are like, how the fuck is this nigga going to know shit and he don't even know how to read? Because you can't see. Nah, it's a little you know fuzzy. I think I'll get through. All right. So this is from the Mississippi Today, right? So uh, the Mississippian Today, I guess this is their like sort of, uh, I don't know. Looks like a print article or a print paper. Is it from a valuable, in, a valuable, yeah, credible? Yeah, it seems reputable. Right? I mean, I'm seeing the same story on all of... Really, you know, who's reputable now, right? They either withhold information or purposefully lie to their, you know, viewers for political. So whatever, you know, information right now is a it's a fire hose and we got to sort of try to knife through and find what's really real or factual. Right. right? right. But given what this is saying here, we're going to take it is from the Mississippi Today, MississippiToday.org. Right. And it says the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has affirmed a lower court ruling allowing a provision of the 1890 Mississippi Constitution designed to keep African-Americans from voting to remain in place. Right. So first off. Just from reading that, it's a law that was already on the books, so it seems, and it's being upheld. Right. Right. So. To say in the headline that they're bringing it back and we got to be ready automatically that is debunked by what actually happened facts on the ground. It's already been on the books for all this time and they're voting to reinforce it. And yeah, not but when you think it about it, right, there were laws back then that they can rape, rob, pillage and hang and lynch black uh, people. So them laws was already on it. Even in the laws, we are not even considered are, equal human beings to white people. What, wait, say that again? There's laws where it says we're not even full human. That there we're were not, once three-fifths compromised. Right, but what I'm but saying, that was, you think that was taken yeah, out or that, that was just was like closed? Uh, closed? Closes, you know, all Just like they closed that law where they talk about they want to do the Jim Crow shit again. That was already on the books. They just stopped it when they're supposed to freed everyone, but all those laws are still in the laws. Well, this particular law talks about felons being able to vote right and in mississippi according to this article uh felons in mississippi are not allowed to vote now we know you know and i have to sort of do a little bit more digging but i i believe some voting rights for felons have been reinstated uh federally here now so this mississippi law seems to sort of fly in the face of the larger uh social movement that we have for our brothers our returning citizens mostly who are getting some of their rights back their gun rights their voting rights all wonderful things but it seems like this particular law in mississippi is flying in the face of the sort of populist wave to get you know incarcerated felons some of their rights back 
do I agree or disagree with Mississippi's rule? I, you know, um, I don't. So personally, before I go into my agree or disagree, because I don't agree with it, right? But it's already on the book. So who am I to of disagree course it's on the with books. something? It was like we were we I, were considered less than, and you know they were doing anything to us. It's it's in the history books from. Emmett Till to even now up to date stuff like Sandra Bland, yeah, George I, Floyd. No like, doubt. It's the no same doubt. thing going on now. So for them to really be talking about it, it's just putting a fire on something that's still actually going on right now. All of these people that were, and she said it in this post. I don't know if I, I started it too early or whatever, but she said, we can't even trust these cops. We can't even trust the black cops. That's Cause those cops well, went out there and they practically lynched that guy. I got a lot guy. of police officer friends, a lot of good people in NYPD I do. who I know personally and yeah. I love them. So I'm not going to talk bad about them. Yes. I'm not talking bad dirt. about cops. Wasn't I just on the yeah, last show certainly. where I said a cop pulled me over when I was on my way to Rich's yeah. funeral? Oh, I'm not saying you talking bad about them just for the record. All right, but, cool. Yeah. I want to just clarify everything because we here to clarify stuff up. But you yeah. know, we know police force was in, was started to catch slaves. Freed slaves. That is, uh, to my understanding, the yeah. original force yes, was you're, you're, a yeah. uh, slave capturing force. I would, I would look uh, at you as one of the smartest force. guys I know. And, yeah, well, I appreciate you know, that. That's a low you know thing. exactly what I'm talking about. Like the 100%. Police, in the police sign, their little logo, there's a fucking slave master with a whip. In the logo. Oh, I never yeah. noticed that. But look, we can look that up, that. too. Okay. In the police, yeah, in the police logo that they have... It's a, it's a slave master with a whip, bro. Yo. I, Still to this day, that, that's honored. Like, so it's actually... But uh, if I could push back on that a little bit, right? Because there are lots of things that started from one thing and that have evolved to a larger sort of benefit of course it to our society. Our, our lives evolve into you know, something else when we no make question. families and we branch off and start our own families and our own generations. Mm -hmm. Everything is going to evolve, but sometimes things all happen again. Police and fire are a necessity in our society, I believe, to yes, keep and is. maintain civil order as we all socially agree And everybody's to. not going to be but good and everybody's the, not going to be bad. That's right. The Once you are, you know, it seems like a lot of folks are accepting more of the power and appreciating the power rather than the responsibility. And then once that power goes to the head, you see what happens in, um, you know, Minnesota and uh, where was that? The uh, This latest one. I don't even remember. There's so many. Um, Mississippi yes, was everywhere. Just America, right? You don't even have to name the, the states anymore. It's just like everywhere, right? You know. Everywhere is fucked up, bro. Everywhere. Well, and well it's like you know what? I, I'm going to push back on that too, right? Because I think everywhere seems to be more fucked up because of these things that we are able to connect with all the time. I'm going right? to stop you but right there. I'm going to tell you. It wasn't fucked up for me this morning in the neighborhood, just walking around, you know, going You're to right, do this, that, and the other thing. It wasn't fucked up for fire. you. Yeah, because right. I'm home in the crib with wifey and Family, everything. Family, but people. at the same time, it's... The fuck was that? How's it? Microphone fell out of it. Oh. <laughs> so, um, there's a lot of places where they were fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And... It's just weird to me how now with all of this technology, we're seeing a lot of the stuff that's already been going on. Like, just because this this is a different age and we are have different technology, that doesn't mean that all of the stuff that we're seeing online now uh -huh. wasn't happening 10 times over because a lot of these laws were in effect mm -hmm. 
And a lot of people could go around and do whatever the fuck they wanted. And this is why a lot of us, we're mixed with Caucasians because our great-great-grandmothers were raped by their slave masters. And our great-grandmothers were born. Well, our great-great-grandmothers were born, and then they started a whole family. And we're all descendants of some slave master raping our great-great-grandmothers in the barn because they owned them and they were their property. And mm-hmm. yeah. our existence was started. You got to take that into consideration because that shit is real. Absolutely yeah. real. Still to this day, it's ironic that a lot of our people are dying from eating the same soul food that the slaves would give our ancestors as scraps and slops. And they turned it into delicacies that is now killing a lot of us to this day. No doubt. No doubt about that. You know, I don't, not to blow the secret for your guest here, but you don't have to go too far for um, our uh, slave master blood dilution story right our grandfather right julius uh i forgot his middle name something bryant i forgot his middle name uh he is the son of a hasidic jew who had an inappropriate sexual relationship with his floor washing maid who was our great grandmother Mm -hmm. who just happened to be a, a native american woman he had this inappropriate relationship, fathered this child, our grandfather, uh, kicked her out, kicked them to the curb, you know, and uh, he suffered the cultural unacceptance of the Native American side because of his white skin and his long, you know, stringy hair. And uh, the obviously the Hasidic Jew side, you know, his grandpa was a yeah. German Jew, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you look like an Indian. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You, you know. Yeah, my mom's kind of resembles. Your mom's him. resembles him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, talk about right. The black man gets a lot of uh, strife. Oh, your father and children all over the place, right? But there's two things to that narrative, right? Number one, as property of the owners in those early times, and here. Our bodies were used as uh, broods, you know, or not broods, but um, steeds or bucks, right, right. you know, to breed, right? We were cattle. We was used as cattle. They right? were even making mothers and sons fuck, make babies so they can feed them to alligators. Mm. And that's where they get the term gator bait from. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at that. And so you add that cultural difference from what our native tribal heritage was along with, uh, um, you know, today's sort of, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you want to term it, but, like, the perpetuation of this. You want some of this? What is that? Oh, yeah. yeah I'll take a little swig. Why not? Again, like, yeah. Take a little, yeah. Pour me a little bit in there. All right? Um, so... Breeding us as cattle, using us in that way, and then, you know, spinning it forward, perpetuating a culture that celebrates that sort of thing. But that original behavior was derived from, you know, those who once owned us, using our women in that regard, right? Multiple sexual uh, partners and breeding us with each other and all of this sexual sort of stuff. You know, that wasn't inherent in the tribal African. Um, well, you know, the, the, the colonizers, they not only like made 
mothers and sons and uncles and cousins and nieces and nephews have sex, they were also having sex with their property. And when I say property, I mean humans. No doubt. So no not doubt. only the women they was raping, they were raping mm-hmm. the men too. That was called buck breaking. Oh, they yeah. would rape the men in front of the family to show the family that they were in control mm-hmm. and that man didn't have mm-hmm. the power. And he didn't have the I don't power. give a fuck how big and strapping he was because most of them slaves were strong yeah, men. no doubt. But those white men no would bend them over right mm-hmm. in them town in front of everybody, right, his wife, everybody. children, everybody, mm-hmm. and fuck him in the ass. Or cut off his dick and balls. All, I mean, it's all been, you know, in the sort of dominance of, right, us, the big back, the big black threat, right? But, um, you know, the spirit is strong and we couldn't be broke. So, you know, there's been multiple ways. We couldn't be broke. We couldn't be broke individually, us. but I think as a people, we have some some issues that yeah. we gotta fix. Oh no question. I think you know, and I think Homegirl was kind of right. All of these gang members and these all these Bloods, Crips, and mm-hmm. all these essays and all of them motherfuckers mm-hmm. that want to bang over a block or a color, mm-hmm. like it's time to bang for your ethnicity. Mm. That's an interesting question. Ethnicity, right? We talked about that a bit. Um, you know. Yo, Asian, how come I could go Indian. to? How come I could? We could go every city in United States, and it's a big Chinatown community. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. You could go places a big Jewish community. You can go places it's a big Arab Pakistanian community. Is black There's, an ethnicity? African American is an ethnicity. It's just the fact that our skin is black because there's other like there's black well, people then, that's is black. African American an ethnicity. Yeah. It is because there's black people everywhere. So you just can't mm-hmm. say because there's Latin people. That's an ethnicity. But there's black Latin people just because some of them have like lighter melanin. Well, skin. I think bl- there's black. There's black Mexicans, black Panamanians, black Dominicans. There's black. I mean, they are blacker than you and they speak nothing but Spanish. No, that I'm- means there's black because black people are only discriminated because of the color of their skin. So when we say black, we mean the descendants of slaves. Anybody that's black. Because even in Haiti, well, what the is darker that? people are hated on by the lighter people. The Dominican people who are Latin, they hate on the darker Dominican people. Yeah, I'm familiar with even you know, in our Guyana, struggles with skin they're, that's a, they're, they're a Caribbean-ruled country, but mm-hmm. at the same time, the, the, Indian, the more Indian people mm-hmm. don't like the blacker Right, but so it's see, all about in all those, skin color. No, I dig that, and that's definitely sort of the mind poison that's come from yes, the colonial so we have society. To fix that. But I ask you about specifically African American, and so all those places: Guyana, mm-hmm. uh, Haiti, uh, Dominican Republic, all of those. They're African yeah, South American. Yeah, ethnicities for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if black is an ethnicity, and I'm not entirely sure if African American. I'm not really so what sure is, if I. So Asian people, so, what would you consider them? Is that an ethnicity? Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know. Asian is broad, right? Because we can be talking about Southeast Asian. We can be talking about Oriental, you can be like talking about Ta- Chinese. Uh, Tokyo, you can be talking about Taiwan Japan, or whatever. Yeah, hundred percent. They don't like each other. No doubt, Korean or exactly. whatever. Yeah, exactly. sure, 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 sure. So sure. yes, so, it has but to be each ethnicity. one of those sort of subsets of what you would term Asian or Oriental or whatever has their own specific ethnicity with their own specific uh, 
I don't know. Well, what are they? Uh, what, values. What are they? What are uh, they? Symbols, what are they totems, all to you? What are they all to you? Or a black person or a black man? When you look at <laughs> a Filipino Asian person to a Japanese Asian person to a Vietnamese Asian person to a Chinese Asian person, what are they to you? They're Asian. They're Chinese. They, you, oh, you don't look me, at Vietnamese well. as oh he's they they're not Chinese because they're Vietnamese. Oh, they're not uh, they're not Chinese because they're Japan. No, when you look at them, they're all Asian to you. So their ethnicity is Asian. Just like when they look at all of us dark people, mm. we're black to them. And well, some would say niggers. So that the ER. would be right. And that would what that would be what we would call a social fact, right? I only speak we facts have, up here. So but that social fact doesn't work in our best interests. Let me tell you. That's why we right? have to change because, some things. Because well, who is the we, right? Is it black we, people. the community, black folks who have, you know, to a large degree, very little uh, say, or oh, an increasingly larger say in the public narrative. But within our a, community, hold on, let me let say. me tell you this. A large say, I don't know. The grand media, you're going to get maybe, I but don't know the numbers, media, we can get a fact but check. Media, but media dictates everything. Like, when, when the government media wants dictate, to fuck something over, they'll throw something in the media to fuck you all up. And if they want to take it real crazy, they'll throw a little pandemic in the mix. But black people, with our, with our culture, we can kind of control the narrative. We can, but we're too we busy. We don't control the narrative, we're and we never control the narrative. Because we're busy. We're too busy trying to be up at the with, with, with these other people that we won't allow our popularity and our platforms to do that. It's not a lot of people that speak out about the real shit that's going on. Soon as Kanye West spoke out about it, look what happened to him. And there's many other big millionaires out there that have big platforms that everybody's paying attention to. But they won't say nothing about it because they don't want to get that same fate. This country has been built on showing black people that we're inferior to these people. And if you get out of line, you're going to get whipped. So it's a lot of black people that's in power that can really take a stand and spread the word about shit that won't say nothing. And the ones that do say something, oh, they're crazy, they're schizo, or they're bipolar. I think you give um, the fissures and the fractures within our social hierarchy and our own community are just as much to blame for the lower end of our people's suffering as you know, anything, any Caucasian or redlining or any policies have done. This guy is so damn smooth. He is so, so damn smooth. You know, I think um, we don't really control the distribution and the means to production on a mass scale that can affect the hearts and minds of people to really change the narrative on black, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And when you're when you are attributing black to a folk and you attribute that same terminology with negative connotation, you know, whatever it is, welfare, crime, et cetera, et cetera, then you're always painting everyone with that same broad brush. And if we really, in my mind, want to change the change, right? Transform, evolve uh, the... Um, this society we live in, America, our country that we participated in building in, I mean, really, there's only three ways, right? Militarily, it's not going to happen, right? We just don't have that sort of power. As much as the sister wants us to arm up our gangbangers, all due respect to my peoples, I know a lot of them on both sides, Colorado, L.A., here, you know, the homie, all of that, right? 
it's just not a lot of winds going that direction, right? Pol- the government's been destroying <coughs> old cities and like there's there's the rivers military- there's rivers in America that are cities rivers that buried black cities. Black folks not going to win a war for equality militarily. Uh, politically, you got a much better shot, but it seems like, you know, once you get to a certain age or a certain level, you know, you're bound by what that swamp is. So economically, I believe and why I've devoted myself to everything I do every waking moment being about, you know, being about empowering my mind and my my folks and sharing information economically is the only way that I believe black folks will have a real say in what happens so to them here be in, in the world of our spending and our dollars well a little bit more than you know even before we in control of our dollars i think we got to be in control of our minds right a lot of what we know about money is just wrong false inaccurate um debilitating um and you know consumerist money's, money's really a big focused. scam anyway money, our credit, dollar is not based on anything other than our credibility and our ability to produce gdp yeah. right one What's the GDP formula? I just seen something uh, online where we don't even really never own anything. No one in America. If you buy a house, you really don't own it. It's called some Abla ab, ab, something hmm. where you can really own your stuff without nobody else saying anything to you about it. But you pay off your house and you think you own it. You really don't own it. The government could really come and take your shit whenever they choose to. Yeah, um, I have no personal experience with that, and I'm not entirely sure of the phrase you're referring to. But to my understanding, if you do take out a lien on with a bank and you pay off that mortgage and you have that deed and, you know, that financial contract is, um, you know, satisfied, you have that property ownership and you're still responsible for the taxes. Exactly. But so if you can't pay them taxes, would they not still? Well, yeah, you don't pay the taxes. So then you never really own it. Ice. Well, how, yeah, how? I guess. I, if you I mean, paid I can off see the deed point. and you say you own it, but you still got to pay taxes every month and you can't afford them taxes and they could still come take your shit after you paid off on it. So you never really owned it, son. You never really uh, owned it. Taxes are a part of taxes our is a, is a, is a scam that makes sure that and we got to pay to be here. And all our social security numbers is really our EIN numbers. And we're all businesses. Yo, United States of America is an LLC. Inc. And so the smart thing to do for people who are, you know, right, you're not going to, right, who's changing the tax code today? Nobody. But what you can do is you can go read that code and apply those rules to your own circumstance and take advantage of the rules on the books. And that's what I'm about rather than, you know, so much railing against. So before we get into before we get into what you're about and what you do and what you could bring to the, you know, the culture. I want to talk about my week. And um, for all of y'all that didn't know or don't know, um, your boy World of Rama is now off the market. I didn't tie the <laughs> knot again. No, I didn't tie the knot. Sure. I didn't, I didn't tie the knot again. You know what I'm saying? First time, real time. Yeah, well, I did it before. Y'all know from on the last you? couple of shows I was on What's here. Up, Brody? I see you. And I was talking Peace about how, you know, my firstborn, you know, Miki, a.k.a. Hoff 2. And, um, you know, I found out that he wasn't biologically my child. I was actually married to his mother. But I didn't let that traumatizing issue stop me from moving on and 
being in love again and marrying and remarrying again. And I did that. You know what I mean? February 28th. Actually, this That's year, right. February 16th, is the first time I met my, my wife. And I wanted to make sure that we were married in February on our 15th anniversary. So Congratulations. we've been together 15 years. And I wanted to marry her on the 15th year. And that's what I did. And I always say what I'm going to do, and I do what I say. And we did that. So welcome to my family, Mrs. Bryant. And I am always have fun with your family. You know what I'm saying? Every time we go out on vacations and cruises and parties and shit, I always have fun. There was a lot of ups and downs and trials and tribulations and hate each other phases and all that. But that's what relationships <laughs> is about. We're both Tauruses, and we love hard. And we sealed the deal. So yes, babe, you thank you for taking me in, and you take, and I'm taking you in, and we now one. We're we're now one. You, Mister and Mrs. Bryant. Black love, right? For all of those who exactly. say, right, you can't, you better, oh, you better, you can't get with nobody because you got that path. No, we are capable of being emotionally mature enough to move on from that hurt become whole beings again and give ourselves to someone else exactly fully because we make we Get make with it. we make women wives we start families you know what i mean and and we got we we have to appreciate the women that we have in our lives because the one that and the ones that are good to us not just that's the women right. that's in our lives because there's that's women right. in our lives that are not good to us facts but the ones that are good to us and you got to understand and know that I feel like I wanted to take myself off the market because I felt like this woman deserved it. She deserved to be a wife. And that's what it's all about with us men. If y'all ladies didn't know, when we want to marry you, well, some of us, because some dudes want to marry women because they need a place to stay or they, they, they <laughs> fucked up in the game and shit like that. But that's I married terrible. my woman after 15 years of being with her because I know she's the one. And that's just it. Like you told me, she holds you down. Yeah. You know you yeah. can depend and rely on her exactly. when you are having a tough go of it. Yep, yep. And that's real. As well as me for Never her. mind all this. Yeah. I'm with you because, you know, because some of them, you know, it can be an, a bottomless pit yep. or an empty hole, right? And you just Facts. filling it up with material nonsense or emotional, immature foolishness, right? When you know you have something that's special and, and long lasting, you know, you go ahead and you commit to that. Yep. But if it ain't that, you can't make it that. Yeah, some dudes want to make it that, but. You can't make something. Yo, I ain't going to front me and my lady. We, my lady, my wife. See, now I got, see, that, that's the thing now. I'm, <laughs> I, this is my wife. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? We've been through so much stuff together from each other's families not getting along and each other's kids not getting along and it's a lot that we went through but our love conquered all and we That's stuck right. this shit out so like shout out papoose and remy moth they always promoting that black love shit and yo when you love your woman you love your woman and your woman love you and that's just what it is man and you know through thick and thin y'all gonna till death do y'all part y'all gonna make that shit work are they we married doing that. yeah remy and pap is married for sure no, they're not a that's a fact you know what I mean? So black love all day, every day. And it ain't nothing wrong with black people marrying black people. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a, it's, a it's a big stigma now because a lot of men kind of want to try different nationalities now, even though whatever we deal with, we make it black. We make it black. When we shoot a seed up in any other culture, we make it in black. 
But you know what I mean? It's all about keeping it in with your own because that's what is really going on out here with all of these other nationalities. You know what I mean? They keeping it in with their own and that's just how they sustaining the wealth and the, uh, you know, the camaraderie with their own people. Like Jews have their own neighborhoods, Chinese people have their own neighborhoods, Arab people have their own neighborhoods, and they keep it in their family. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you know what I'm saying us as black people got to do as well. So I feel good also to to have married a black woman, and my queen. She's my queen, and that's just what it is. And I'm off the market now. So ladies, just know I'm off the market. So I don't I don't I don't go to places looking to see women and oh yeah yeah I can look all day but I'm not out there trying to bag nothing and do all that like read the menu no order you know I'm saying exactly I'm just reading menus and gawking and looking <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't looking for nothing else other than that relationships can be tricky man they can be complicated but you know if you can I was having a heated discussion the other night and I was saying you know if we can come to understanding right because we don't always see the world entirely the same exactly the same and one situation can be viewed from two different perspectives from two people who have different sort of cultural influences on their you know informing their thoughts right so rather than assuming a thing is this or that simply come to an emotional mature place where i can communicate calmly and reasonably this is what happened. This is what I see. Please tell me what you're going through there and let's try to come to some understanding because this thing upset me. This thing made me mad or uh, I felt the way about it. Right. But I think once you start to get to the yelling and the screaming and the name calling right off the rip, it's just a bad way for communication. Well, me and my lady, we went through a lot. We went to physical fights, arguing, saying hurtful shit to each other. Mm. We didn't been through all of that. Yikes. And if we, if me and her could stand through the test of time, through all of that, mm-hmm. and still love each other, and still be attracted to each other, and mm-hmm. want to do things for each other, because I don't, I can't even front like my lady. She does a, she she does a lot for me. Like I'm, and I'm not talking about like financially. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like when we in a house, like she just a homebody type of old fashioned woman mm. that loves to tend to her man. She'll look. give me a little fight, a little something, because she's a <laughs> she's a Taurus, so she feisty, sure. but she still does it. Yeah, whether it's cooking, cleaning, whatever, just mm-hmm. whatever. Like, and we gotta get what 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 makes us feel special. Yeah, and I got yeah, me a no special doubt. one, and I and I gotcha. gave her my last name. So, nice. I love you, T. That's a fact, and you know it. I proved my love yeah. to you by letting you know, like you mine now forever. <laughs> you ain't never ain't going a, nowhere. I ain't getting a divorce. This is it. This is my second marriage. I ain't getting a divorce no more. That sounds like the headlock. Yeah, exactly. You know, we us tourists, we we real bullful, bullful, bullful. You you stuck with me forever. These good people. Cause we already we already up there, man. We ain't young. We ain't young spring chickens no more. We middle aged and shit. And that's another thing. I wanted to. I wanted to make. I want to do that for my woman. And make her a married woman. You know what I'm saying? It's a, a lot of women grow up from when they're younger and they want to they always talk about getting married and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's time for my baby. And I felt like, you know what? The ultimately that's one of the great things I could do for her is make her a wife. And I did it. So an honest woman. Yes, that's what they call it. Honest woman. I'm glad you said that, <laughs> Ice. I wanted to make sure I said the right thing. Right. And I wanted to make her an honest woman and I love her. 
And that's what I wanted to do for her. So here's my last name. You know what I mean? You're an honest woman now. And you know what's so crazy? Because shout out to my guy, Blue Diaz, because, you know, he been with his, his shorty for a minute. And he was telling me how he's ready to get married because I'm influencing <laughs> people out here to get married. Look at you. Like, them yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I ain't going to front because honestly, since I've been married or since I've been, I've been in this relationship for a while, but since I've been married and we ain't been going through no real issues like that, mm-hmm. I don't have the need to really worry about other situations or going places and trying to get the women and, uh-huh. and going places and worrying about the women. I got I got more focus on my business and my children That's and right. my job and That's just right. doing things. I don't now have to chase and worry about a woman because nobody chasing I'm no off the push. market. At 50 I'm off the old. market, like like go ahead, yo ladies, go ahead. My mom, <laughs> I'm in this club to have a good time, maybe film, network, you know, do a show. Right. I ain't, I ain't worrying about you, mama. So don't think I'm here to try to bag you. That's right. If my lady ain't there with me at the spot, she home right there taking care of shit. I'm right, waiting to go back home to my my family. The only reason I'm in here is because I'm getting paid. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I'm here on some business shit, so that. Also, this is what this 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 does for me. It yeah. it takes me off the market to me going anywhere and even have to worry about mm-hmm. any of that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry. Oh, I'm gonna get a shorty tonight. If I'm a <laughs> no, if I don't I'm not. care. I'm not here for that. And That's women right. know that too. From once they see you with this ring on, they know oh, he married. So they may try to test you mm-hmm. or whatever the case. Oh, they be, definitely but, gonna test. Right, but they know 100%. that you ain't here for them. Right. So whatever else you doing, whether you chilling with a drink at the bar, just vibing, mm-hmm. they know you. Right. If she ain't there with you, you, you got somebody at you home. You gotta be somewhere at some point. Exactly. So, so get up, get, wanna, the, <laughs> get the fuck up <laughs> out of here. Fuck up out of here. Exactly. If I want to test it, I know it's going home eventually. Word up. So yeah, baby, <laughs> like she on here like I can't with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. That's how I feel now. So I'm I'm happy to be married again. Like so I, I feel what good. What do you say about the fact, right? We were talking about things being created. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right now, you have subscribed to a, uh, what do you call it? To a, I don't know, a, a ritual, let's say, mm-hmm. that its original intended purpose was to create the, product, the productive Caucasian male, right? Men prior to marriage were having multiple sexual relations right. and but we all go through that even well, if we're married you, they were having multiple sexual and the productivity of that man was significantly reduced so they passed a law that said one man had to be married to one woman mm. and once that law was passed and it became right or ritual then productivity from the men increased and that just like the police right started from slavery or slave catching and now it's our sort of social safety net marriage originally started from you know having to try and get men to be more productive in their work and less you know with the fuckery well it's working for me is that right yeah it's getting me not focused on trying to be out here looking at ass and and Mm -hmm. feet and titties and trying to see if i could bring something home or to a hotel Mm -hmm. like it lets everybody know that look i ain't here for that mama and I like that. I like the pressure of that being off me. You know? Right. I see my guy, GVO. Big shout to GVO, Tahi. I see you. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, communication is key, but having a foundation as an individual 
is even more important. I, I'm with you there, brother, for sure. Right? Like, we got to bring, I think, the healthy way to exist in a relationship is to bring your full circle of love for self into the middle. And then that other person brings their full self or love of self into the middle. And then that forms that strong union there. And communication definitely lubricates the wheels when you come to misunderstanding. Uh, but This burned know, popcorn pretty good. Ah, see, you was making fun of it earlier. That liquor didn't kick in. <laughs> Big shout to uh, my moms. They're all my, this is my stepmoms, you know, by marriage, but she was around forever. And uh, she loves burnt popcorn. Mm, and uh, Pretty good. That's where I get it from. Shout out to after yeah. this event, we going to um, Chris Welch's show right around the corner. But I love her like my mother. She knows that. And this is your this is your father's wife. My father's wife, yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. See, that's the thing. Now, I want my, my I want my son to be just as accepting of my wife as you are to your father's yeah, wife. Yeah, I do it, man. You know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. I want everybody to love who I love. She had a significant influence on my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, her mother. I saw. I mean, you know, our grandmother, right? She wasn't. She was like this. You know. Pretty, you know, she ain't really want nothing to do with us to a large degree. Or at least me, I don't know. I can't, I don't know what type well, of me and grandma was tight. Grandma ain't want nothing to do with me. I don't know. Hey, you lived home. in the same building as I right know. Yeah. Went and got a paper every Sunday, but mm, wow. I wasn't really like that. But my stepmother's mother, art, drama, theater, you know, we'd hang out. She was great. I know I we ain't eating popcorn and everything, but just so y'all know. Is now is my blood cousin, my first cousin. We grew up together. I got plenty of history with him. Actually, if y'all looking at me on the lot right now, this cut right here on my lip, he did that shit playing around with a knife <laughs> with me. Did I? Oh well, yeah, you did, motherfucker. I don't remember that. It's when we lived in Bronx, Brooklyn, on some street. What's the street with you? Y'all lived in the brownstone. Oh, Macon. Macon in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I lived with a lot of family members when I was younger because we was like the black sheep of the family. <laughs> we was homeless a lot, so we stayed with family members, which was cool because it built my bond with a lot of my cousins and shit like that. Thanks. And this is one of them that's here today with me on the show. That's and real. he's doing a very well, doing very well for himself, and I'm proud of him. I and it's all love. As you are as well. There's DNA involved in here. It's not Thanks. just some. That's my guy. No, that's my blood. His mother and my mother are sisters. You know what I mean? So that's real right there. And that's why he's here. But we talked about the slavery thing and everything like that. We talked about marriage and all of that. Mm -hmm. But I want to get into what is it that you have to say about economics and the culture and stuff like that? And what is it that you have to say about taxes and things of that sort and businesses and investments and things like that? Because that's why you're here today. Well, you know. I appreciate that. The opportunity to share those thoughts. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. I touched on it earlier. Uh, in our community, it's, I mean, it's very simple. In what I deem the Afro-American community, uh, our stature, our social hierarchy is, in my opinion, consistently eroding to the other cultures and ethnicities who are seeming to prosper while we continue to devolve, right? And if we're going to affect any change, as much as you want to see people in the streets, perhaps, or whatever it is, you know, social uh, movements and the like, 
I think the true course to power in America is through economic power. That's the thing that moves the needle more than anything else. And while our spending dollars have true power, our economic influence dollars are meek, uh, meager as best at best, right? We're we're super popular during the presidential primaries. Why would we have know? a spending power of three trillion, but yet we don't own nothing? Because we have been trained as people for as long as we've been allowed to be trained to be consumers. And um, through our education. Consumers of our own culture? Consumers of material possessions and things we were deprived of. Uh, consumers of just about anything we can work to buy. Right. We have traded in our. Our collective communal responsibility for our own safety and economic growth for our individual consumerist material possession. And it's weakened our unity. It's weakened our collective communities It's weakened our family structure. And now it has us, in my opinion, socially weakened. What do you think we could do to get that back? Well, man. That's a spider web of solution. I think your opinion, my opinion. um, I think the first thing you have to do is really poor people. Poor people are poor, not because they don't have cash, because they're misinformed. That's the first thing. So to fight poverty, I I think first you have to be better informed about what money is, what our economic structure is and what avenues you have available to you, right? I think you just have to generally have an understanding of economics, finance, taxes. Uh, so basically, you know, we gotta be to we, basically money. we gotta be debunked to want to go shopping every time we come into some money. You know, we've been that's a mental thing that we gotta fix mentally. That's 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 a lot bigger than just coming together as a people. We gotta mentally no. get out of it. You know, a lot of the things that we suffer from in our community are sort of internalized, generational, biochemical sort of programming, right? But yo, I hang out with a lot of white people, too, and time. they like brands and names, too. They wear Gucci shoes and Gucci stuff, and they buy that, too. Sure. Do their communities have the same impact? Uh, are they under the same sort of historical, generational, oppressive um, circumstances not, we are? They are just as flashy as we like to be. Right. And the difference is, you know, not to be a hater, like, because I don't want to be a hater. I like to look good. I like to, you know, have nice things. You got on Ray-Bans right now. I do. I do. And, and I look like a Louis sweater. You know, I'm not opposed <laughs> to things, nice things. My point is, at what point do we... So you can't have it both ways, right? You can't say, on one hand, my community is impacted. I'm upset with what's happening in my community. But the nature of those issues, in my opinion, in the community are directly uh, attributed to our economic, you know, circumstance. Right. Right. And our economic circumstance is directly, in my opinion, uh, attributed to our transition from what was our collective economic growth and prosperity in the 30s, 40s, 50s, where we had to protect each other from the Caucasian burning our shit down, or we had to barter, 
you know, and trade and do business with each other because Jim Crow laws wouldn't let us do business with each other. Right. right? Or with the other side. Right. And so now we had unity in our community and we were there for each other. But now, you know, you go through 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and then we pivot to this materialist, individualized culture that is, you know, really about, you know, sort of. But when you think about it, like success, but really masters would make the the slaves wear their balance sheet to to go to that church. Say it again. Slave masters would make the slaves wear their best to go to that church. Yeah, no, I. And that was that that was that this was a a religion that was forced onto the slaves. Yeah, well, hold on, religion looking good on Sunday ain't a religion. I don't know. All right, like they made them wear their best though. I don't know if they made them wear their best. My understanding, they allowed them to look other than their working selves. And I don't want to call it work because it was, you know, we know what it was. They wasn't getting paid. I don't mean to undercut it, right? They definitely wasn't getting paid. The labor, right? But yes, on Sundays, you were allowed to look something other than. And so we've adopted, we've taken that. And right, yeah, we were allowed to look something other than on Sundays, but we were still slaves Monday through Saturday, right? So... Or even on Sunday, too. We just didn't look the part. So today, I'm not calling us slaves, but economically, we are severely enslaved in a capitalist culture that doesn't allow us to economically prosper in a real way based off of our own creativity and the like. So what are we going to do? We just going to continue to look good on Sunday or are we going to make real headways into, you know, being something other than if we working for a check? And we live check to check. We're practically indentured servants. Facts. So a job means just over broke. 100%. You're paid a labor to help another rich man get richer by doing the labor of what he needs to keep his company running. But you, so paid a, a live, you paid a wage that you buy stuff for, that's right? The same, that's the same thing that Guyanese people were done. Where they were treated during slavery time back then, and that's why they feel like they're not slaves, they're indentured servants. Oh, they because were, they were paid for their service. Mm-hmm. Whilst black people were Oh, forced. like in the sugar cane fields, they were paid, mm-hmm. whatever. They were okay. paid. So they feel like they're indentured servants and supposed to be slaves. Whatever, nigga. I don't want to hear that. Uh, you they was, feel like that. I work with a lot of them. I, that's great. And, you know, I, you know... Won't pull anybody's reality out from under their feet, uh, reality rug out from under their feet. But uh, you know, it's like days people time, feeling like the Holocaust was equal to slavery. No, nah, people don't. Uh, well, uh, seen that new yeah. movie with Eddie Murphy in it? Yeah, I and, did. And, you know, we watched that. Did we watch that? Oh no, we were talking about yeah, it, but we didn't I watch watched it, it together. A few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know. Uh, I don't agree with that, but they're both, you know, atrocities. But one is, you know, I think clearly and obviously more like significant. Um, but I don't think it's I don't think anybody wins when you're sort of comparing the the horror of atrocities. Right. <laughs> like I would Fire vibes was good, my guy. You know, uh, let me see. What we got here. Shout out to my guy. Fire vibes is on was on a live. Oh, yeah. You know, I definitely got to come back out there to Miami <laughs> vibe with you. You know what I'm saying, but um, how much more time we got? All right, we gonna we gonna play some music, and then we gonna come back with some more, and we gonna end the show off. But um, I just want to get into some music. We gonna vibe. I ate all. I ate all it is popcorn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, popcorn adds a little punch to the mic on the chew. <laughs> 
But listen, when you're independent, you can do, and you can do things your way. You can do things your way, and that's just what it is. So, <clears throat> this uh, what I opened the show with was, um, the instrumental to a new record that I got coming out with Blue Diaz. For everybody that don't know, me and Blue Diaz is making a lot of hits together. So. I just wanted to say shout out to Blue Diaz, and I appreciate everything that uh, you know we've been doing, you know. And um, the new single we got out there is "Queens Get the Money," and um, I want to go into just the sounds of it real quick on this music break, and I'm gonna come back with more. You already know this Groundhog TV. Girl be trying to 
it's kind of scary Cause it kind of drive me crazy All I do is try to love you But you mentally betray me Raised a boy into a man And he wasn't even my baby Shit, you want some speech And you take my kindness for weakness Because my pocket's the deepest You was lining me with sweetness But the sour love Got me smoking sour, bud And I want you out in the hour Bitch, relationship is a dub You crept my style You blocked my flow You hurt my heart You ripped my soul Where you be at I just don't know Girl, now you gotta go Oh, oh, oh. 